0: Starting off the muster for your Friday afternoon, going to catch up with Andrew Morrison, Chairman of Beef and Lamb. Of course, just a big topic of conversation, the EU agreement that was signed by New Zealand overnight. And um, not a lot in it for the red meat sector or for dairy. Uh, Andrew's on the line to give us a bit of a reaction initially as to what transpired overnight. Andrew, thanks for joining us on the muster.
1: Yeah, no, look, thanks Andy, and it looks like we were having a chat before we got here, you saw Sam McIver on TV this morning, you know, the sector's deeply disappointed where this has landed, there was a lot of time and effort went into this, Um, EU does a great narrative around, you know, leading the world sustainability, you know, liberal democracies, all this sort of stuff, but when it comes to offering trade deals, this is a pretty poor outcome and we're not real happy about this.
0: Yeah, just watching Sam's body language on telly this morning, and he more or less said it was a cop-out by the EUs, given what you just said, talking about sustainability, etc. Um, and he just cut a dejective figure, and it's hard. You, can't, you can understand why.
1: Yeah, so let's kind of put this in perspective. You know, so as I'm making these sort of slightly upset comments, I want to first acknowledge the hard work of our trade negotiators. You've know, got Vangelis Vitalis. You know, he's a legend in this space, and I just know how hard... Um, the MFAT team has worked on this. So I just want to make that call, really appreciate all the time and effort our team's put into it. But you are coming up against a very large trading block here who has some very historic, call it, um, talk liberalisation and don't deliver on it views. And so pretty, as I say, pretty frustrated about it, basically.
0: So you think the team we had over there negotiating was the right team?
1: The team we had over there were negotiating was certainly the right team, you know. Um, the other thing I suppose we've got to put in context, we've just, you know, secured the UK FTA and, you know, similar calibre team working on that and we've got a great outcome there, you know, with that 12,000 tonnes of beef day one, climbing through to free access for beef and year 11 and we've got quite historically good access there and that's climbing in sheep meat. So the other thing here is, you know, this is a beef concept or the beef offer is, is is what we're deeply disappointed here. We had got an increase 38,000 tonnes of sheep meat into the EU. So let's not let's not um, let's acknowledge that that's a good outcome. But it's you know it's this protectionist view on beef that we're just deeply frustrated. Well,
0: it's a mere drop in the ocean though when you consider the amount of tonnage that goes into the EU for red meat yearly, though, isn't it?
1: Oh, it is. You know, I'm just trying to get me. Uh, what is it? I have, I've got that written down here. You know, we've been we've got 10,000 tons in the market that consumes 6.5 million tons of beef annually. And I suppose what was frustrating, because I've just been up there to Andy, and we met with their chief negotiators. We met with the EU DGs of trade and the EU DGs of um, agriculture, and we talked through all this stuff. A lot of rhetoric around food security and concerns around that, while then limiting access uh, to a market for high quality product, the sort of product that their consumer wants, and in a time of food security, just so the narrative doesn't align with the delivery.
0: Would New Zealand have been better off to have walked away from this free trade agreement in your opinion?
1: Um, I I was speaking to one of our guys up there this morning, Dave Harrison. He gave me a great analogy. He says, it's like going Christmas shopping and you wanted to buy an Xbox and you ended up going home with a pair of socks. (laughs) And I thought it was a great analogy because at the end of the day, everyone still needs a pair of socks. So we still need, do need market access. And I suspect our trade negotiators were sitting up there going, okay, how important is the access here? And beef was only one of the... um, one of the, you know, the, the products we were that we were negotiating with up there. You've got a whole bunch of stuff like horticulture and other things also. So uh, those negotiators would have weighed that on balance and tried to say, could we get better than this, and made a decision on that. I'm suspecting.
0: So there was almost a realization um, before they started that there'd have to be a lot of compromise as far as red, meat and dairy went.
1: Well, ye yeah, Well, I don't know if it was wasn't. It would it'd be a realisation at the eleventh uh, hour, you know, eleventh fifty ninth minute, <laughs> that what are we going to get out of this, and what is the decision we make in the interest of New Zealand. So, look, as I say, that's what I want to, you know, I want to call out those guys. They really bat hard for New Zealand, and I suspect there was a really hard decision to make as to what offer they took.
0: Um, yeah, but just a side note as well. Spare a note for spare thought for the cheese producers having to change the name of Feta in a few years as well. That seems like quite a hippie, heavy compromise for an industry.
1: It is, it is. And, you know, so the two industries that are frankly are coming out of this, you know, quite disappointed, of course, is your red meat with your beef access and the dairy in relation to those geographical indicators. So, yep, it's a bitter pill to swallow and I don't think anyone's waking up this morning on, in those two industries, you know, jumping and skipping for joy this morning.
0: So we're now for negotiations for New Zealand as far as free trade agreements go.
1: Yeah, great question. You know, you know, we do have a bunch of agreements now that enable. You know, we we, we supply meat to 120 different markets globally. So, you know, let's put this in perspective. And you know, Indo Pacific region has really got to be our focus. It's close. Um, there's huge demands for protein in those regions, and so you know, it's proximitous to it to we, you know where we where we produce our stuff. So look, onwards and upwards. You know, EU could make the decision whether they wanted to liberalise that market. They made that that, that decision. Um, now our challenge has got to be to go to the world and scour other markets also. To you know, as I say, we've got strong access through CPTPPs etc. But let's just keep building on those.
0: I think our prime minister, as well, coming out condemning our major trading partner is kind of like dancing with fire, as well, though, wasn't it?
1: It kind of was, and as I say. Um, yeah, that's, people make their own decisions while they make statements. And, um, yeah, look, but uh, we certainly value the access we've got into China, and that's a really, really important market for us.
0: Yeah, it's a really important market, and I think we just can't really overestimate how much we rely on China. So it's kind of like if China tells us a jump, we have to more or less oblige because um, they're our major partner. And we just need... Um, Jacinda Ardern, coming out with these comments, can come across as being pretty concerning. Like, if China cut us off at the knees, what, will we, what would New Zealand do then?
1: Yeah, so let's not dwell on that. Let's just dwell on our city. So you know, let's be careful around how we treat and respect our major trading partners. By the same token, you know, as I say, we live by our values in New Zealand, so we have to have the ability to um, convey what we think, but let's do that in a respectful manner that leads to an outcome.
0: Hey Andrew Morrison, Chairman of Beef and Lamb. Thanks very much for talking to us on the muster. We'll let you go and feed out.
1: Cool. So I so said headlines, um, Andy. You know, at least we have got an, an extra 10,000 tonnes in you know, entry into force. You know, 3, 3,333 tonnes on day one. Tariffs used to be 20%; they've gone down to 7.5% in market. You know, um, that is, that's still, it's like a pair of socks, at least we've got something for Christmas. Yep. But the second thing is let's not forget that additional sheep meat access. So there is something in this for the red meat sector.
0: Thanks for your time, Andrew. Thanks, Andy. Andrew Morrison the chairman of Beef and Lamb. Um, yeah, like watching Sam McIver on TV this morning, he just looked like um, a very disappointed man. He um, On TV he was asked, how did you feel? How's things? How's it going? He just said... It's a very great day. It's a very great night in Brussels. So it just sums up the mood at the moment. But um, it is what it is, and it has been signed. So New Zealand's free trade agreement is going through with the EU, just not the outcome for the re-meat industry or for dairy. Coming up next on The muster for your Friday afternoon, catching up with Chris Dillon, Chairman of Federated Farmers here in the South.